0: Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Thank you for joining me today in this discipleship journey through the gospel of John. Uh, We're still in John chapter 13, and we're looking at Jesus as he is washing his disciples' feet. Now, he's doing this out of an expression of love for them. In fact, this is a part of the fulfillment of his love for them until the very end. And so he's washing their feet, and, and we've seen that he's actually even washing Judas's feet, who betrays him. And now, as Jesus works his way down the line, he gets to Simon Peter. Now Lord bless this man. I, I just uh, have such a love for Peter and the way we see his responses in the, in the Gospels. There are times where he's just quick to speak maybe too soon. He's got an eagerness, he's got a zealousness, he's got a passion and, and that all comes out in this in such an incredible way. Let, let's jump into our text and let's see this interaction between Jesus and Peter and and the ultimate spiritual teaching that we find as Jesus speaks to Peter. Here's what we have. It says, so he came to Peter, Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, what I am doing, you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. (laughs) Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Here's what he's saying. Jesus, you're the Messiah. I should be washing your feet. Who do you, Jesus, not who do you think you are, but Jesus, do you know who you are? This whole journey we've been on is about you revealing your identity. You are the king of kings and lord of lords. You're the one who should have servants washing your feet. You should not be washing my feet. You're never going to wash my feet. Jesus answered him, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Now the language actually here is talking about washing, but it's actually talking about spiritual cleansing as well. Well, let's keep going. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, uh, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Here's what Peter says. He says, well, if that's the case, don't just wash my feet. Wash me top to bottom. (laughs) Jesus said to him, the one who has bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, not all of you. Are clean. Now, Jesus here, in kind of a tangent, he is talking about Judas, who's going to betray him. Uh, Judas is not clean. Judas does not have part of him. Even if Jesus washes his feet, he, he is not clean. Why? Because Jesus, Judas has not believed in Christ and his identity. See, this washing symbolically of the feet is actually meant to demonstrate this, this true spiritual washing that comes when you have part with Jesus, when, when you have trusted in Jesus. That's why Jesus says, if you've been washed by me, all of you are, is clean. The entirety, entirety of you are, is clean. This is the point here. He's saying, you need to be washed by me and my washing will cleanse you completely The symbolism is in the feet, but the spiritual truth is that there's only one way to have your sins washed away. As the hymn says, what will wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. See, to have part with Christ, to believe in Christ, to be washed by Christ is to believe that Jesus died and through his death, because his blood was shed on our behalf, his blood washes away our sin he cleanses us through and through completely this is the point he says you're not going to understand this right now but later later you're going to get this see by faith in Christ and his death and resurrection we are cleansed we've been made clean now, maybe you're listening to this in the middle of a workday and you, uh, you get your, your elbows deep into a car engine or, or you're changing dirty diapers and you, life doesn't feel like it's clean, right? Listen, this is talking about your soul. If you have trusted in Jesus and his death and resurrection, you have been made clean. He, he has cleansed you from all unrighteousness. This is the truth of those who have trusted in Christ. This is a freeing truth. I want you to understand that you have been clean top to bottom inside and out, front and back, all the way. You are washed by Christ. None of your sin is held against you anymore if you have trusted Jesus. None of your guilt remains. Your shame has been washed away. This is the truth we have in Christ. Now this might seem so basic, but listen, how often do we do we mess up? Do we sin? And then we just, we walk around feeling like our life is such a mess because we've sinned and we carry that guilt, we carry that shame. And listen, we should have remorse if we sin, but, but recognizing that when we remember what Christ has done, we remember that we have been cleansed. This is not a truth that is meant to inspire you to say, well, if that's the case, I'm just going to go sin some more so that I can uh, be, you know, I'm already cleansed. I can just sit it up. No, this is a truth. When you look at how you have moved from being full of guilt to receiving the grace of Jesus, this now leads you to walk in gratitude. This is what Jesus wanted from Peter. He didn't need to wash his head and his, his hands. He's, You've been cleansed. Now just know that you're in me. Walk in that gratitude. Walk in that new life. Walk as one who has been cleansed by Christ. You know, my, my, my uh, request of you today as this video begins to come to a close. I would like you, when this video to, to comes to an, an end, would you just sit silently before the Lord? Turn off your tech. Turn off your screens. Take some time to sit before the Lord and thank him. Thank him that he has cleansed you of all your sin. Remember that Jesus, through his death and resurrection, is how you have been cleansed. You need not clean yourself. This has been done for you. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.